here for, for our Wednesday episode of Everyone Sucks Here with Sam, Sushi, and AJ. I have a question to posit to both of you. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, we do, we were we just mentioned the thing about SeaWorld or whatever, right? There's a lot of, like, back and forth on, like, if, like, you know, if zoos are ethical or if they, things like this are, are okay. And there are definitely a lot of times, like, a lot of zoos do a lot of, like, work to help animals. Like, they like they have a lot of breeding programs for, like, for, for animals. like mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll, they even do things for, like, an animal is at a zoo, but only temporarily. That mm-hmm. way they can breed it and then release it back into the wild or mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, a lot of people kind of overlook the fact that zoos aren't just, like, we trap some animals, come look at them. And there are those types. Those are definitely, like, the mm-hmm. Tiger King mm-hmm. bullshit where they just mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. do this. But what I was getting at is, do you guys feel that there is a, a an ethical need or a or for museums? Do you feel that museums should exist? And are they ethical? Um, ethical? Yes. Should, they're not ethical, um, but they should exist if they are in an ethical wait, way. But wait, how are they not ethical? Because a lot Ask of times they just... yourself how a museum has acquired the item. So, Have you ever so acquiring... Where, okay, yeah. so, so the, 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 the acquisition yeah, of the items yeah. is the, yeah, the unethical part. So and I, I'm not talking about a little, little like a you know, Tim Burton whatever mm-hmm. pop-up. I'm talking about like in New York, the mm-hmm, Museum mm-hmm. of Natural History. Mm-hmm. Where did those items come from? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And How I, were they acquired? So, and I, and and I, not they were stolen. Okay, and I right? do think okay. I, I think I do think that's like, and I could be wrong on this, but I do think that's a thing where like that was a a lot more uh, like prevalent back in like the fucking twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties and everything. But like now, it's like I feel like museums are now. It's like people are donating more than just a museum going out like we're doing an archaeological dig on this land we don't own and we're taking everything we find you know Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. but a lot of times it was like yeah we're just straight up taking this stuff and in fact i i saw an article uh like just last week that was uh, i believe it was iran uh they are getting seventeen thousand objects back from Whatever company, whatever uh, group it is, whatever it's like the, the the Christian group that owns Hobby Lobby. So basically, like oh, Hobby Lobby, like straight up, <sighs> yeah, steal mad shit. So it it's taken them, it's taken them years or decades. But wait, they, how does how does a craft company? Because they're not a craft Hobby, company. They own they own whoa, all this shit. It's Hobby fucking Lobby's Christian bullshit. I mean, I I, yeah. I mean, I know, I know. Oh God, because they own museums there, and but stuff. But I didn't know that they like own all that. Yeah, kind of their 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 yeah. fucking hands are in they, everything. They own like ancient scrolls, and that's why and I didn't say that's why I didn't say they get it back from Hobby Lobby. They got from the company that right, owns right. Hobby Lobby, which is like some fucking. Christian bullshit thing. Yeah. Okay. So and like the Vinci code, like yeah. So and and so get but into a Hobby Lobby wormhole. And it's so basically like <laughs> there's I like the the full thing is like there's a there's a whole article based on but basically like is like seventeen thousand objects that were stolen from Iran are being returned finally. But yeah, they were in they were originally being held by whatever group it is that owns Hobby Lobby and all this bullshit. And it's like, but it is it it just kind of brings into question like. The whole like ethics of you know it's like okay museums are great for preserving stuff but then it's like again where it comes from it, so, it's stolen especially especially preserving it from what who is this like what do you mean preserving it you know what I'm saying I know that's a, the message that museums give out like oh but we're you know we're keeping it whatever 
you stole it. Who's to say that the people that you stole it from weren't keeping it? It's their well, thing. Yeah. No, well, well, no? I think it, what, what I, I think what, what it, what the, 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 the difference with it is, um, it was like some of it was stolen and so, like because like invading and just like okay we we invaded and we took this stuff and now it's ours whereas some of it was we just went to a land and then they found it and they took it which also isn't any better but it wasn't yeah. like it, it, it time it wasn't being preserved right, it's in better. the dirt yeah. it's not better but it's like it wasn't straight up like whatever okay. but um I, I i i'm saying like preserved in the sense that like okay theoretically you could give everything back now do those countries that it has, do they have their own museums? Would they, would they hold on to it? You know, would they see the same value in it or whatever? And I think that's where like, I'm curious, like what would happen, you know? Cause honestly, I don't really give a shit if they gave it all back. It's not going to, I'm not gonna be like, no, like not the London museum because they're fucking the most well-known museum for stealing shit from all over not the world. The London museum. Do you know how many jewels they have from Th- India? That's what I'm saying. Like fucking like, annihilated whole palaces for like bulldoze that yeah. shit oh yeah here. that's what i'm saying like nobody's nobody's gonna uh, fucking shed a tear for the london museum you know right. like they, they everything they have is fucking stolen so if that if it was all returned that's well and good yeah. but it makes you wonder if yeah. it would be like in the sense that like okay so london as a country hmm. is has london a lot country london as a country the united kingdom yeah, yeah. has huh. a lot more money to have museums and shit, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of these, a lot of these artifacts and shit came from like third world countries and shit. So, say you give it all back, right? Does a, does mm-hmm. a third world country have the infrastructure to build a museum and take care of this stuff in a way that like some of it has to be taken care of in the sense that like certain certain like pieces of art have to be restored and like you know like preserved in like the right climate because if do the you, climate isn't right, then it just degrades. Do you think so, this like, is why they they? Do you think this is why a lot of donations are made from different countries? Is is to to keep it because they know that that they can't handle that's it. What I, that's what that's why I was kind of wondering. Yeah, it's like because some countries like they might not have the infrastructure to build. Like, well, like we don't have running water, we don't have this, mm-hmm. but let let's fucking build a museum. Like, well, the fuck, people are gonna be pissed off at that. Like, they need they need a real infrastructure first before they build like a frivolous thing like a museum. But if they take these. They, these things they found. I, I guess what I'm getting at is I think museums are okay if the country chooses to donate to them themselves. If they choose, but, but they wouldn't. But like, well, there are countries that do. There are countries that have donated. But like, I, that's what I'm saying. I think we've hit this weird time and a timeline now where like mm-hmm. countries are now choosing to do so, but all the older stuff was just stolen. Mm-hmm. And because it's there, it's like fucking the US and like, England, they just like they're like, well, it's already ours. We've been holding on to it for so long. But it's like, no, you have, you need to give them the choice mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. if the, if you're allowed to hold on to it or not. They're like, I think the museums need to at least be like, hey, we have this stuff, we can give it back to you, or we can literally pay you and we'll hold on. Like, if they do hold on to, it, I think they should pay them to keep it. You know, like, okay, well, right. we have this thing that we dug out of fucking Egypt, but we're gonna pay Egypt now because we. We took it in the 1920s, but basically kind of just like a, I guess a like a rep, pay? yeah, a reparations back pay sort of thing because we went to fucking Egypt and stole this shit and now they, they need, they should get paid for it. That's kind of where I was thinking, but like, cause I don't mm-hmm. think, I think museums do serve a purpose of like just being a place where shit is not going to fucking degrade, but I think right. you have to go about it in an ethical and logical sense. And right. I would love to see, like, yeah, just I would love to see it. 
Uh, yeah, like basically, like I want to see just a brand new museum startup that has nothing from like and that nothing but like just donations, period. You know, like yeah. f- like actually real donations. Like they've taken and if they do- if they're donated from another museum, they back try to sit first and go, okay, well this came from London, so we need to find out. Oh, this actually came from fucking. Oh, like if it was ethical. Yeah, this actually came from Ghana, Africa. Okay, we're gonna reach it. out to Ghana mm-hmm. first, and before we put it in our thing, we're gonna I think go. You have a lot of faith in humanity, AJ. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just curious. <laughs> because, you know, it's just like, it's just a thing. I, when I saw that article about, like, about uh, about uh, Iran getting their, like, 17,000 objects back, I'm kind of curious, like, how did they manage to do it, especially from the assholes at Hobby Lobby? <laughs> like, Oh, God, yeah. Like, right. you can't even get these people to fucking pay their employees, let alone give back precious artifacts from fucking thousands of years. But yeah. So that was my my question of the day. That was your question. That was yeah. a very interesting question. Yeah, just figured we'd have a little. Yeah, I liked it. And uh, listeners, let me know what you guys think. Yeah, and what do you guys think about museums? <laughs> and if they <laughs> do, should they exist? How should they exist? In what form should they exist? Or should we just abolish them? Have you them? never thought about the question that AJ brought up to begin with? Because that's interesting. And and well, what gets you thinking even more if you kind of go down this museum rabbit hole, right? Is yeah. not the museum rabbit hole. Well, <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like, think about how stupid this is, right? In ten thousand years from now, ten thousand fucking years, right? Assuming that we all haven't died in a heat death and the planet is still habitable, in ten thousand years, are are people literally going to be going? Oh my god, I found the Mega Man amiibo. I found one, guys. I found. I dug up a Mega Man amiibo. Are people, you I mean, know, maybe. in 10,000, like, right? isn't that insane to think about? Like, yeah. like something so stupid to us right now as like yeah. a Mega Man amiibo or like, because a lot of things that we hold on True. to, it's always like, look at this, look at this doll. You know, we found this old woven doll. And it's like, if you, if you transported that back to the time, it's just some fucking kid's doll that was drugged through the mud and they don't give a shit about. It's like their dad made for them, you know, like here, yeah. my dad made a doll, doll for his fucking baby. And then whatever fucking happened and somehow it got preserved and we're like it's just it's a work of art it is amazing but are we gonna be looking at some of the stupid shit we have like it's gonna be like i'm looking over at like i have a little plush of like the android like like the android mascot right are we gonna be looking at this little plush of this android mascot going like oh my god or this totoro mascot back here like look at this totoro plushie guys this is this is totoro this is mass produced yeah circa uh 2009 Yes, uh, that is right. It is. Yeah, I know. I realize that that is 10,000 years old, but but Totoro, like, you know, like thinking about like, like, like a a museum of 10,000 years where like Totoro arrived from an an old moving film company called Studio Ghibli, you know, like, and it's just like this whole, like, I just, it's so weird to think about how like none of this shit matters, but it's going to matter in like well beyond our lifetime. Like it comes around full circle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People are literally going to be finding fucking like dragon dildos and shit and going like. I, or like um, Spice Girls memorabilia. There is going to be a flashlight on in a museum at some point. Just, oh my just God. think about that. Ancient sexual ritual device. Yeah. What do you think? <gasps> okay, okay. So, <laughs> what do you think know, about right? if they find items that they don't like know what it's for like what the descriptions are going to be like well, how would you describe like what if they what if they saw a flashlight but they thought it was like you know like oh this is a device that like 
that like people use to learn how to kiss, you know? <laughs> like, oh, God. They're holding it the wrong way. <laughs> like, right, right. Or <laughs> what they think it's for is completely wrong. They think it's, it's a plunger? Some, like sacred plunger. ritual by moonlight or something. Yeah, God. ancient sink plunger. <laughs> the ritual of the incels. Oh, God. Oh, what is that? <laughs> the, the ritual of the incels is literally just, they just, they just Twitter. They just found <laughs> They found printed up Twitter. They found printed up Twitter. Yeah. We found ancient Twitter. <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be, it's, 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 it's that kind of shit that makes me like, I'm like, damn, I wish I could. That's why I wish I could time travel just to see that. Well, weird shit. That's where I want something like Futurama to happen. Where like, I'm just vibing. I'm a head in a jar, but I, I can't do anything. I can't contribute to society. But, but you get to see I everything. See but you can see everything, yeah. Me, you know, yeah. like that, I wouldn't be upset about. I don't think. <laughs> you I just want to see it all. I just want to know. I'm just nosy. I'm so nosy. I know. I'm so fucking I nosy. I just want to see it all. I just want to look at shit. I don't want to participate. Though. I just want to look at shit. I just want to look at shit. Do you ever think about the fact that for Nixon head to be in a jar in Futurama, that means they had to have chopped his head off in like 1990 because of how young he is and. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, yep. yeah. Like I don't know. It's just it's just a weird. And also because every like because society is spread so far out now. You know, like when we look at like ancient things before, it was amazing. It's like okay, human civilization was only in pockets of the world. So it's like oh okay, but now humans are fucking everywhere, and it's like we all have fucking mass produced bullshit all over the place. So it's just like you know what do we what do we do we call this art? Like you know like. <sighs> Who knows? You know, it's just it's just a weird, weird thing. They're gonna make fun of us for investing in things like Bitcoin and NFTs, though. I know oh, that for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, fucking hell. <laughs> and they're gonna be like these fucking dumbasses with the Bitcoin, the Dogecoin. Yeah. Oh my god, they are. We're in the height of technology, right? We're, we're like the most. Well, I guess relatively speaking, but we're like the most <laughs> technologically advanced we've ever been, theoretically, on paper, right? As far as we know. Yeah, we this is going to be like ancient, dumb shit in a thousand years. They're going to make fun of us. Yep, they're going to make fun of. I don't want to be made fun of. They're going to be like these stupid assholes. They thought they had it all. Well, they still had to click to watch Hulu. We just think about it. You know, I mean, they're already making fun of us for early 2000s fashion. So <laughs> that's true. Oh, my God. And they want to bring. They, OK, if you are a Zoomer, I have a very important uh message for you please leave the low-rise jeans and the thin eyebrows in the past I was, you don't want to go you. there thank you thank you i was about to say the thin everything. eyebrows was not it the pencil thin eyebrows and the the coochie cutter pants the coochie cutters i'm telling you you don't want i have nightmares <sighs> i have nightmares remember when you had your whale tail sticking out remember when your muffin out? top what you couldn't hide that shit away what's a whale we tail so skinny. no wonder what? we have body dysmorphia what, what, we wait, wait, wait. have body dysmorphia wait wait you don't know what a whale tail is? What's a whale tail? You you watched early 2000s comedy and you don't know what a whale tail is? What's a whale tail? Well, a whale tail is when, and this was when we all wore thongs because we didn't have boy shorts. Oh. So we were all like suffering in thongs and the little triangle part would stick out because it yeah. would ride up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your pants were way too low. No, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to name. Like, <laughs> yeah, whale tail. <laughs> definitely like had a name. ass 
cheeks, not just crack, like the whole, my half my ass would be out. Yep. Just out and about. Yep. Just like, hey girl, like my, my top of my ass was out of my pants constantly up until about 2008. And that's why we had to wear, that's why we had to wear those tank tops underneath fucking everything. Because they were so long so that you could cover your whale tail. Our proportions were so bloody bonkers and we thought it was okay. So here. We we had to wear three different tank tops just so our fucking Gucci lips wouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) flapping in the wind. With the whale tail. So here, here, here's another fun thought for you guys too. Is it? Is with, it fun? With well, with separate with with going with what you were saying about like the Zoomers and everything, right? So, the Zoomers and all the generations after them, like Alpha and all that other bullshit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they at least their their uh, most of their history is at least going to be erased. And what I mean by that is the fact that they're they're the, they're the ones who all of their pictures are fucking digital and eventually those drives crash mm-hmm, and they all fucking mm-hmm. fail even even if even the zoomers who put their shit on the internet right eventually th- those accounts will be wiped at some point you know like they're going to go through and that stuff's going to be wiped yeah. at some point right but we're at the fucking very end. We've got disposable pictures of us just out and yep. about, right? Yep. So we're gonna yep. be the last generation of humans where they're gonna find they're gonna find some dug up fucking cardboard box, and it's gonna be fucking a picture of sushi with wearing her fucking Ghostbusters T-shirt, doing a double peace sign with her fucking sideways hat, and whatever the fuck she was wearing. How do you wearing. know about that picture? Well. <laughs> and there's gonna be that picture of Sam. You know, when she's fucking wearing her, like, 15 tank tops. And there's going to be the picture of me with my, like, 75 polos all layered on top of each other. I, I never with did that. Yeah, but, ah! like, all those pictures that, like, that we, because, you know, we all lived in the era of disposable cameras right before the wave of digital, you know. Yeah. And those pictures all exist somewhere because whether our parents held on to them forever or just something, or they're going to be in a landfill and somehow they're going to survive at some <laughs> point in time. There's gonna be photos that are of just like thousands of years from now. They're like, look at these, these idiots. Are, they're gonna be like, they're gonna <laughs> yep. see the pictures of us dressed in our normal fucking like early 2000s attire, but they're gonna think that we were like, or they're gonna think that we were jesters. They're gonna be like, these are the equivalent of a court jester, you know? <laughs> like, he's just some scene kid. Yeah. Like, if you ever want to see like a good authentic <laughs> version of how badly we dressed in the early 2000s. Watch season one of True Blood. Oh my <laughs> god! It is fucking rough because because the cast like they were dressed to the nines, like they looked nice at the time. But if you watch it now, ugh, it's bad. It's really bad. We, it was HBO. They had money, like you know, they were dressed accordingly. They didn't look weird. Fuck. We watched something recently that was very 2000s, and I'm trying to remember because oh we kept commenting god. about how 2000s it was, and I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what like, it was either. We, we've watched a couple of, uh, like, older movies. Um, I, I remember being blindsided by uh, the movie Role Models with Paul Rudd and um, McLovin. I can never remember the actor's name, yeah. but he's in it, right? And I was like, I yeah, I used, to, I, I used to really like this movie. I thought it was funny, blah, blah, blah. And I put it on, and I was like, oh, my God, this looks like shit. <laughs> oh, it's not funny anymore. It looks like, oh. No, it's funny. It's funny. Okay. But I'm saying, like. Like graphically, you can yeah. tell the difference now. And like when that came out, it was like, oh man, this looks great, you know? And then yeah. like fucking, it's been 
15 years or whatever. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that. this looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Man, Polo's really held on for a long time, though. Too long. They held on for a long Too fucking time. Too fucking long. Do you know that when I worked at PacSun, I had to put, like, three or four Polos on a mannequin? Well, that's not, why did, But why did everyone, like, why did we live in a time where everybody wanted to fucking dress up like they were a Best Buy employee? Like, the Polo is a fucking, that's like, <laughs> there's a sales representative shirt, and we were all, like, excuse everyone's wearing Excuse me, like, excuse me, but that's called the dad outfit? Sir, that's now it is, but back then it was just a fucking dude bro outfit. <laughs> yeah, now it's a dad because the dude bros turned Be- to dad. They became dads. They, bro, all, they all got a beer gut and became dads. <sighs> the South will not let the polos go. I swear to oh, God. They should. They I really should. You know what else they won't let go of? Like, like putting um, your phone in a baggie. Putting your phone. Uh, shut <laughs> up. He, <sighs> he's made. Okay, my brother does. My brother does not listen to anything that I fucking do. He doesn't know how the internet works, which is weird because he went to fucking school for robotics and internet. But whatever, he he doesn't know anything about what anything I do. So this will be this will be fine. Whenever I call my brother, it's usually when I'm going. I'm about to go to bed, but he's waking up, right? And my brother works in construction. He puts his cell phone in a Ziploc baggie <laughs> because he <laughs> because he doesn't ever buy a fucking like uh, phone protector. He never buys a case, so he says, "I'm gonna put my phone in my baggie." And like sometimes I'll call and he'll be like, "Hey, hang on, let me get you out the baggie." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> A baggy, and the thing is, he's got like a touchscreen phone too. So the only thing I could okay. So when when he got his first smartphone, um, it came. It was one of those phones that that came with a stylus. Well, like God, this was oh my God, like a BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. He lost the stylus. He stole his daughter's 3DS stylus and started using that with the phone in the baggie. I was like, sir, you know, (laughs) he had that thing for 20 years. I I still I want her. I want her to just out of the blue FaceTime him and see if he answers it from the baggie because then you can see like a view from inside the baggie. That's like like some, dude, that's like some Pinterest shit. Like, Like, hey, you want some fucking, you want to know how to do some super filters? Then put your phone in a baggie and then FaceTime yourself. Like, like, (laughs) but like, can you imagine like how funny it's going to look? Like you need to screen record it when you do it. Start screen recording it and then FaceTime your brother, right? And that way, you can see his face trying to get you out of the bag at the same time. Like, you're looking at him, he's, like, looking at you, like, because he's going to have that, like, that boomer zoom, you know, the boomer zoom where he's, like, all up on it. But he's also, like, all up in the bag. Like, he's my brother, out of the blue. My, a boomer. my brother's Generation X, but he acts like a boomer now because he basically, as soon as he turned a certain age, he was like, I don't care about anything but anymore. But he's also, like, <laughs> he's, he's early X. So he's, not, he's like, he's, is like, he, how we're, is like, he early X? I, I think so, because he's... Uh, Cause we're like early millennial, so like, can you, know the generation- you mean elder? Are we elder? Yeah, we're like the we're on the we're the AJ and I are elder. I think you're like you're a millennial, millennial. Yeah, like wow. Well. I, I think you're like solidly like it's yeah. We're like, kind of like on the cusp. I definitely think they need to shorten the whole age thing for these because there really oh, is there's 100%. such a difference between 
Somebody born in 1980 versus okay, fucking so like 2004. He's, he's middle. He's yeah. middle Generation he's X. Mi- okay. He's mid because um, okay. Generation X starts in uh, 65. So he's okay. middle. Because my brother, my, my older brother, wow. who is younger than her brother, is Generation X. But he's like the ba- the mm, tail end of mm-hmm, X. Mm-hmm, he's like mm-hmm. right before yeah, Millennial. Yeah. Um, the end is uh, usually uh, 80, I think he's. I think he was born in 80. Yeah. So he's like literally the last, he might as well be a millennial. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's just, and that's what I'm saying. That's like, that's like this space too far apart. Because like mm-hmm. her brother and my brother are 10 years apart. That's a big difference, you mm-hmm. know? Like mm-hmm. my brother doesn't put phones in baggies. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yet. I just, it, it just, it blows my mind. This is a man who got a bachelor's degree in robotics. He worked at when Circuit City was a thing. He used to sell computers. Doesn't know jack shit about them anymore. Oh my god! Did your brother? Well, they changed so quickly. Was your brother into BattleBots? Do you remember BattleBots? I remember Battle. I had a friend who went on that show. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I like. Do you think like that? Do you think that like inspired him? Like that's like. I'm well, a, no, it didn't inspire him because he was already out of college way before. Well, BattleBots was that, early. Like it was really early. I don't know. They, when they, it went they like on, brought but, it back, but like yeah, BattleBots. For those of you who don't know what Battle BattleBots is literally a show that was like I think it was like on sci-fi where yeah. people literally like built robots and fought them. Yeah. I don't know if it, it inspired with, with him or not. Like like the ro- <laughs> like two robots fought. Not like not, <laughs> like I, like it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it's not like some nerd squaring up against another dude's robot like all right like, like we got to throw hands today bot. Like Oh. I've clearly never heard of the show. So I I literally was like, hey, because because I hadn't se- I haven't seen my brother in like fucking almost eight years. Right. So I was like, hey, do you have a webcam? Maybe we can do like a Zoom thing. Maybe we can do like a Skype thing. You know, whatever. I was trying to make this as easy as possible for him because he's fucking stupid. Uh, and I was like, do you have a webcam on your laptop? And he was like, well, it's brand new. And I, he was like, I don't know how to tell. I don't know how to tell. And I was like. If it's brand new, it more than likely has a webcam on it. You got a new laptop, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, I got a webcam. I put my little sticky note over it so that nobody can see me jacking off. And I was like, what? I- <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Why? Imagine telling your little sister that. <laughs> That's Also, for some reason, it's just weird to think that, like, Sam is anyone's little sister. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> because I raised like an only child that's what i'm saying you got you got big only but, child energy but that's why sam and i get along so well because we're both little sisters but like you not yeah you don't really. got that you don't no. you don't got that little neither of you have the little sister energy but also i'm a little we brother accidental children you definitely got little brother energy holy fuck oh you got God, small you have you yeah, literally yeah, you're the last one even out of the stepchildren you're the last one and you got mad fucking last one energy how what do you mean how look at you holy shit you you gotta describe how do I got little, little like little brother energy? It's just your vibe. What does that even mean? You can't just you can't, you can't, you're saying you're word. loud because you're you have loud. to be. I'm the youngest one. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be loud or you won't get fed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're loud. You do whatever the fuck you want now. I mean, I, <laughs> to a T. But what did I do, the little 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 brother? Because they run around and do whatever the hell. Because by the time you come around, they're like, "Fuck it, we give up." <laughs> <laughs> and then no one parented us. No one parented any of us because we're all the last one. Wait, are you the last one? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all the last ones, so we all did whatever the hell. <laughs> Look at us now. They're like, are they uh, technically alive? Okay, great. Yeah, great exactly. Okay. Yeah. Are they breathing? Then they're good. <laughs> do they have mad anxiety? Not my fault. Like, <laughs> oh, I couldn't have had anything to do with that. I, yeah. I, I don't have anything to do with uh, how fucked up they are now. It's okay. Fine. They're it's alive okay. and that's okay. Are they out. mad funny now? That's thanks to me. Yeah. <laughs> and the trauma our, I put them through. Our whole personality <laughs> is just trauma responses. The problem is you're also you're also the youngest one and you got the divorced parents, so Yeah. Yeah. Divorced parents add a whole fucking really new layer. Yeah. 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 And I, my parents got divorced when I was young too. Yeah. So like So basically you're was, like generation X. I was old enough to remember the divorce, but also like young enough to be affected by it, you know, like God. So Yeah. <sighs> but speaking of divorce. Let's get into our stories, because I got I one. Guess. This is a great segue. Are you ready? This is going to be the ti- this is going to be the title. Big, big youngest child energy. Okay, put, <laughs> put that put that in the, uh, the the thing. Check out check out the segue, guys. Ready? Here's the title of my story. Put my divorced parents who hate each other in the same nursing home. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see it. That's funny. That's what you get, fuckers. So karma to me. This is a pretty short story. I just thought, it, but I had to read it because I thought it was funny. Um, this is actually from Confessions. These are my confessions from, uh, yeah, on, on Reddit. Just the, quote Usher. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's how you know. I'm, that's how, again, bringing back the 2000s. But um, he's responsible for Bieber, and we can never trust him again. Mm. Well, also, he cheated on a. Chile, so we can never trust him again either. Right? The country of Chile? <laughs> yes, the country of Chile. <laughs> well, when you got that much money, you can date whoever you want. An entire country. Chile deserved better. <laughs> All right, so this is a short little story from Confessions. Put my divorced parents who hate each other in the same nursing home. Karma is a bitch, mom and dad. Thanks for always putting me in the middle of your drama as a kid. So sad that you two found it amusing to act like children by force- while forcing me to into being the adult. Well, now the tables have turned. You're both old and need, and in need of someone to take care of you. Obviously, it wasn't going to be me. Hope you two enjoy seeing each other for the rest of your miserable lives and you can figure it out. Waiting for the phone call of, did you know your mother, father is in a safe nursing home? Ah, gonna sit back now and enjoy my cold one. Oh my god, I love I this. I think that's pretty fucking funny. I love this one. Arriving in theaters right before Mother's Day and Father's Day. Parents <laughs> trapped. Michael Douglas and Jane Fonda play former spouses who are put in the same nursing home 40 years after a bitter divorce. Will they kill each other or will nature do it for them? <laughs> oh my god. And then says, you know what? I all, would definitely watch that movie. All of the fun of seven with the sexiness of the Golden Girls. <laughs> says Gene Siskel. <laughs> Cocoon meets War of the Roses. Thumbs up, Roger Niebert says. War of the Roses. Such a fun movie. Oh, my God. That's so good. This is a brilliant, brilliant idea, if only for the fact that, you know, unfortunately for me, being, you know, a a millennial, (laughs) my parents already fucked up because they decided to be boomers and fuck up the economy so bad and fuck up my life so bad that I'll never have the money to put them in a home. So they're just going to die. 
Karma's a bitch, mom and dad. Do you think you're getting the luxury of a home? (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't have fucked up the whole economy for your kids first. Then we could have actually taken care of you. But nope, you went and wouldn't quit. And none of you quit your fucking jobs and gave them to us. You all wanted to keep working until you were 85 for some fucking reason. So now you know what? You get to work right into the grave. And then we'll take your jobs. Uh, yeah, so that resonated with me because, again, as 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 has been mentioned, my parents are divorced, and they were very much the uh, the parents that constantly complained to their kids about the other ones. So me and Allie heard that shit all the fucking time about your mom this, your dad that. Uh, if any of you have divorced parents and have been through similar things, let us know because. Um, that's a whole experience that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but it's also kind of funny because there is going to be that sweet, sweet taste of revenge later on. So, revenge. Oh my. <sighs> yeah. So that it was short, but I made it. I, I figured it would make up for it because my other story is a little bit longer, and because we kind of ranted about some funny shit earlier. So, <laughs> what have you got for us, sushi? I kept it old school with an Emma the asshole. Hey. Okay. You know. All right. Am I the asshole for giving a girl a ride to a party, but not home from it? She said I stranded her. Hmm. Oh, I picked this one because I just wildly disagree with the judgment. Okay. Uh, So let's get into it. I was going to a friend's afternoon garden party at her house, and my plans were to drive there, stay at the party for a while, then t- afterwards meet up for a date at a brewery near my friend's house, then potentially stay over my date's place, which was close to my friend's house, or get an Uber home, but not drive my car after I'd been drinking. When I was about to go to the party, I mentioned I'd be driving there and bringing a car full of firewood in a group chat. A girl who's a friend of a friend asked me if she could get a ride to the party. She was coming from the same area as me. I said, sure, and we went to the party. We didn't really hang out at the party. I was talking to other friends. uh, That night, I left the party, leaving my car parked near my friend's house to go on the date. It went well. I went to her house, which was close by for the night. What I didn't know was that the girl I'd driven to the party was waiting for me to be ready to leave, thinking I was still at the party and would be driving home that night. She thought that because we'd come together, we'd also leave together. She texted me a few times, but I didn't see the text that night. She was also looking for me and asking other people at the party if they'd seen me, but the other people she happened to ask didn't know me well and didn't know I'd left. She ended up waiting till very late before realizing that while my car was there, I wasn't and asking if she could sleep over the host's house. The next morning, I saw her text asking where I was, when I'd be when when I'd be ready to leave, etc. I texted her back to say sorry I missed her messages. I hadn't been going back that way that night. Any uh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. I hadn't been going back that way last night anyway though. She sent me an upset message saying that you don't just give someone a lift 40 minutes from home and then not drive them home, stranding them late at night. I said I didn't realize she was also asking for a lift home. I thought when she asked for a lift there, she literally just meant a lift to get there. 
If she said there and back, I would have said I couldn't promise that. I wasn't sure I was going back that way. She said I was being deliberately stupid. It didn't honestly occur to me. Like, I feel like this is uh, presumptive to assume. Am I the asshole for driving another girl to a party but not home? So, um, the the verdict from the, the thing is they are not the asshole, and I couldn't disagree more. I feel like this is one of those situations in which um, you have that one friend who takes things way too fucking literal, literal. and you yeah. want to kill them later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you didn't ask for a ride back. But we drove there and it took 40 minutes to get yeah. there. You can't even really, I mean, I guess they could take an Uber, but it would probably be very expensive, okay. right? Yes, you can You can sit back and go, oh, well, things should have been communicated more. Yes, and I agree. But at sure, the same but time, I also understand but where like, she's coming from. At no point in time did this person nicely say, are you going to need a ride home at any point? Because I'm not exactly going that way at all tonight. And then this person could have literally, like, not been stranded somewhere. I, I literally think Sam nailed it when she said it's the person takes things way too literally. Because that's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's I like, hate it's, that it's, shit it's, so fucking much. It's literally, like, what that... And again, I know you two... I gave you a ride there. I know you two especially see this because... Of, of streaming, I know yeah. you two see the show all the yes. time because it is yeah. it's very prevalent with fucking nerds who have yes. like no social yes. tact. Yes, yes, what the fuck is that? Yes, it's, like, it's so prevalent with nerds who have no social tact that like no they, they feel like like um awareness, awareness, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like so, like, so they just don't they just don't get it that like you don't just leave people, especially if you fucking gave them a ride or whatever. Like that's just right. You don't like you don't do that. And yeah. again, you also I mean, it's totally okay to do that, but when they said yes to the ride, they should have been like, just so you know, I'm not I'm leaving to do something else, so you have to find your own way home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. But it's, exactly. Been fine. But it's that it's that it's that's, that's, been the, the social like the, the social awareness, I yeah. guess. But it's that super that literal lacking. bullshit that they don't do. They just instead Absolutely fucking Oh well like, you didn't ask me if I was staying at the party because I wasn't gonna stay at the party. Bruh, really Why would you assume that? You know? Really? Like why would someone assume that? Just why 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 was there no communication of oh well I wasn't gonna stay here I was gonna do this and this and this and this what and also <laughs> side note why the fuck is the firewood in the car in the story yeah <laughs> why, why is that there <laughs> but yeah no this is this is literally somebody being so literal and then being like why are they mad at me right because you're an idiot you're an idiot man can, you're an idiot can i just say though uh while this person is a fucking idiot holy shit do like kids and party fucking goers and shit nowadays have it so much easier than we did because things like uber and lyft existed yeah exist. yeah i mean i mean do, but well it's like well it's also the fact that like you like you pretty much always have a ride home it's like uh, yeah it would suck to have to pay the money and that, that that's still shitty yeah but like you were never tr like, like for truly us, trapped yeah for yeah. us back in fucking <laughs> the, when we were doing this shit we were trapped if we didn't have a ride Literally trapped. it's like oh 
I have no way of getting home. I can't. It's, yeah. I, also, I can't walk this. Like it's fucking. Also, in in areas that we grew up, AJ, like taxis are not like yeah, there a is, thing. Yeah, there's no taxis. Right. So, right, yeah. Right, right, so right, like, right. there you, are taxis, but they're like literally like to, an hour away or like twenty yeah, minutes yeah, away. And it's like, let like me that, get yeah. out the phone like book and call a taxi. This situation wouldn't even happen to me. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. it's it's insane to think about, but like, I mean, that's like that's. Kids are lucky nowadays to have that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't have so to rely on it ever. But smaller in a way, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know that's good, but whole, but at the same time, yeah, no, you're still you're still an asshole if you do this. Like, you're I mean, a socially awkward, unaware asshole, and I am <sighs> shocked by the amount of people judging this as not the asshole. You're all fucking weird assholes. Yes, it's an assumption. If it's okay that he double booked and wanted to do something else, but he should have said, I'm not leaving the party, I have other plans. And then everything would have been okay. But Sushi, these are all socially awkward They're all people Reddit on Reddit. Weirdos, yeah, you're right. God. You're right. I was, I, just, I was shocked. I was shocked by, like, this has the stamp of not the asshole on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I feel like some of the, I feel like there's, like, these, these, there's these weird things. Like, this is one of those things that nobody discusses this, but I feel like it's always an unwritten rule. You know, like, like right. you if, if you give someone a ride somewhere, it's to be expected that unless you discuss, like, oh, you I'm leaving. Together, you yeah, you leaving, leaving together. together. Yeah. At but least it's these weird, like, well, actually, people that said, well, you know, he never agreed to a ride back. Yeah. But that's that's well, you guess, being literal. You know, you know what? How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet that if he stayed at this party and she just up and left with somebody else, he he'd have written the same post and complained. He would, I bet you anything that if uh, if they, if he point. stayed at the party and then she left, he would have been mm-hmm. like. Can you believe that she, we went, I took her to this party and then she left with someone else. Oh my else. God, you're, you're so fucking right, Damn. actually. You're so right. You're so like, right. I've never you're done so anything right. wrong. Yeah. Can you believe it? I brought her there. I was going to bring her home. Like, ugh. Um, I, I just don't understand this fucking story. I mean, I understand it, but this poor girl. I mean. You guys stop being nice to nerds. Nothing good happens from it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> this is proof. <sighs> Poor yeah. fucking girl. Well, I didn't say I was gonna rip, drag you back. No, man, uh, I, well, I think that she was gonna get home. If she didn't have a ride there, how was she gonna get home? It's literally the literal shit that really pisses me off. No, yeah, it's, I was gonna say like this is such so a much. huge. It's such a huge pet peeve for me when mm-hmm. people are that literal, that yeah. like. Just well, also annoying level of literal. The people who do mm-hmm. that too are also gotcha people. Uh. They wait. So like, so even even if they understand something, they'll wait until you might like do something slightly off. That way they can point. Ah, ah, ah. You know, like they they do that gotcha yeah. bullshit where they knew that like you weren't getting at something, but it's like because they they can't get past this literal mindset. It's like it's like they're like they're always playing the victim, and they're always yeah. it's just something is they're just they're the worst. They're just the worst. <laughs> Don't be this I am, person. I am literally more angry at a whole group of people on Reddit. Because usually Reddit holds it down. And I yeah. usually agree with them. But all these people saying he's not the asshole. I guess technically he's not the asshole. Technically. But because now, he didn't How many of these people have given rides to people? Or how many of these people have gotten rides and then been abandoned before? Right. How? Like, bro. This. God. I can't even. Yeah. <sighs> 
So what's your what's your layer to deception? Ooh. All right, guys. It's we're on a, we're on a roll. I want to say right now we, we've been getting these fucking. You have you have been, but hopefully I trick you to this week. I don't know. We'll see. All right, it's time for layers of deception, where I find two article headlines. One is real and one is fake, and Sam and AJ had to decipher which one's the real one. Let's get into it. The first headline is desperate California home buyers locked in bidding war over charred remains of ranch house. <laughs> the, the wildfire joke, which is not funny, but it's kind of funny. And then the second headline is BC officially, the British Columbia officially endorses glory holes as COVID-19 safe sex method. Okay, read the first one again. <laughs> Desperate California home buyers locked in bidding war over charred remains of a ranch house. Oh my god! I'm gonna say California one is 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 the one. Okay. Is the real is one? The real one? Is the real one? Okay. I'm, <clears throat> okay. I'm leaning towards California being the real one, but I'm hoping the Canadian one is real. So I'm gonna say Canada. Glory holes. Glory, glory hole. Say it. Do you say think the glory word. Holes glory holes are real. Holes are real. <laughs> <laughs> Another possible title. <laughs> right now, glory down. holes are real. They are. It's true. Oh, you know that. You know that'll get some views. Every, oh, every, yeah. every time we put this, like something in the title that's like incest rocks or whatever. It's like, like incest <laughs> rocks. People like suddenly like. Tons of views on YouTube. Like, I don't fucking get it. The moment, hashtag fucking glory hole. That's going <laughs> to skyrocket. Damn, why didn't we ever get those virginity rocks t-shirts? God damn it. I'm going to find it. it. <laughs> virginity rocks. Virginity rolls. <laughs> I'm taking mine back. Can we Can we just collectively? That's a new shirt. We're going to make glory holes are real. You <laughs> <laughs> Whole everyone sucks here t-shirt line. We're getting there. We got the, we have rock. the equipment. Glory holes are real. We're getting there. Get in the We're bear. getting there. Yeah. Glory holes are real. <laughs> <laughs> would you buy that? Let me know, listeners. Yeah. We need to know if you would buy a glory holes are real. Would shirt. you put that on, on your car as a little bumper sticker? Yeah. Would you buy a bumper sticker that says virginity rock? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I think you would. I, I think you would. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The real headline is glory holes are real. Yes. <laughs> yes. God, you're so loud. Young child. <laughs> COVID-19 has us living in unprecedented times for a number of reasons. Among those, the fact that the team glory holes now appears in official health literature from governments across North America Public health organizations have been issuing new guidelines and messaging to help stop the COVID-19 pandemic, including best practices for having sex. Such advice has proven to be especially crucial after several months of lockdown. Public health units, including New York City's, oh God, <laughs> have, have recommended using large barriers like glory holes as a potential way to avoid spreading COVID-19. I mean, you can't breathe. I mean, you can't breathe those particles. A glory hole is an opening through a wall or partition used in performing a variety of sex acts. 
This week, British Columbia climbed aboard the bandwagon with new guidelines around COVID-19 and sex from the BC Centers of Disease Control. In the guidelines, the BC CDC representatives suggest residents use barriers like walls, including glory holes, that allow for sexual contact but prevent close face-to-face -face contact. BC CDC also suggests wearing a mask during sex <laughs> and avoid kissing or using face-to-face -face positions. Okay, so, the, doggy, glory, the oh literally the only thing I can think of is like a portable, a portable glory hole where it's got like, like it's just a, a what is it the it, like the it, like clear. Uh, fucking. What if it's what, what is if, it called? No, what if it's like this trifold boards that like you, they made you like do things on in like elementary school? Like, all right, do your class project on the trifold board, and they're like really big oh fucking God. boards. So can you imagine yeah. somebody's pulling out a board and opening it up and saying, "All right, get on the other all side. Right, get on the other side. <laughs> put your mask on <laughs> and don't around, look at me. Try stay safe. Yeah. Don't don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. It's unsafe. It's unsafe to look at me. As with other it's public health guidelines, the BCCDC's rule underscore that you are your safest sex partner. <laughs> yes, I am. That also needs to be on a t-shirt. You are your safest sex partner. <laughs> oh my God, put that put that on the front and then Virginia rocks in the back. <laughs> this just reminds me of the TikTok I sent sushi where it's just the girl going, I do doggy style only because I refuse to see a man happy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna snort like a fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> so you are your safest sex partner and that you should not have sex if either you or your partner have shown symptoms of COVID, have come in contact with a known case of the virus, or have been asked to self-isolate. The guidelines add that it is not clear if the virus can be transmitted through sex. Through dicks. <laughs> she, she sucked the COVID out my dick. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Early research on the topic has offered differing conclusions. While one study found no traces of the virus in the... I'm not even saying that word. Of men who had COVID. In, in what? In the what, Sushi? In the what? Say it. No. Say I'm it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Later research found traces in the blank of six out of 38 men tested. I don't know what, I, what they tested, though. The blood? Their... Their peepees? Their peepees. Their peepees. <laughs> so that is a real article, and it is straight comedy. Sometimes the funniest things in life are real. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. See, I feel like, I feel like I finally, I've, yeah, I feel like I've, this is the nerdiest thing I've ever said, but I feel like I've played enough, like, fighting games, Mario Party, to, like, really figure out, like, Sushi's Lair's Deception, so now I can kind of get an idea of when it's going to be, like, okay, this is real, because last week, she was like, she's like, you guys are, I'm going to have to change it up next week, so I thought about that, and I was like, okay, if uh -huh. she's changing it up, she's going to put something absurd there, and, uh -huh. you know, that, that fighting game, mind game fucking reading, I was like, I, I, I read that move, I fucking... Shut all up, always up, absurd. AJ. That's the point. I knew she was going to do that wake up DP, so, like, oh, I can't say that during <laughs> this fucking... Wake up DP? It's Dragon Punch. I, didn't, oh. I wasn't thinking about the context of this. It's a thing in fighting games where a lot of times... <laughs> that is not where my mind went. I know, because <laughs> I wake up... 
when you get knocked over in Street Fighter, a lot of times people will wake up and like when they get up, they'll immediately do a dragon punch because it's safe a lot of the times, right? So a lot of times people say like, oh yeah, they're gonna do the wake up DP, you read that, and then like you, you counter it, whatever. But I realize now, talking about glory holes and saying wake up DP, <laughs> does not work well, so. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <sighs> All right. So. Yeah. What you got? Are you ready? Are you ready for for what I've what I brought to the table? Because it's pretty fucking. Does it involve glory holes? It might. It involves oh. it involves something similar to glory holes. Oh. We're really we're doing pretty good with these transitions on this episode. All right. This is a today I fucked up. It is a little bit older. I went I went into the archives for this, but I thought it'd be worth reading. Okay. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I picked this based off the title. I have not read this. Oh no. So. Oh my god. Today, I fucked up by submitting hardcore furry erotica instead of my final paper. Oh. Well. <sighs> so. All right, we're here. I'm currently a fourth year computer science student at a pretty respected university. I was looking to graduate this semester. One of the classes I was taking was a class in modern advancements and trends in the field of technology. While the class didn't require much heavy lifting... Uh, it was, uh, sorry, I moved the thing. While the class didn't require much heavy lifting, it was still a higher level one and required a good amount of work. For our final, our professor had assigned us a 20-page research paper into current or possible future technology of our choice within the field. I did my paper on Helium-3 power generation. I worked my ass off on this paper and in the end was super proud of it. The papers were due last night at midnight and I held off on submitting my final draft till the end to get it as clean as possible. This is where I fucked up big time. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I don't work a normal job. I tried it in my first year of school and I didn't really like it. I worked internships when they... Or I've worked internships when they came up but outside of that... I really didn't quote-unquote work. This and being a student really doesn't mix well, though. So I had to make money some way. For the past three years, I've gotten by on writing hardcore erotica on commission, specifically for furries. I would write anything, any fetish, any premise, anything. And some parts of that community, I became really popular. At one point, I was making almost $2,500 on Patreon, along with amounts I charged to my customers. Am I proud of this? No. I have written some really disgusting stuff, but it paid the bills and the money was too good to pass up. I told myself the minute I got a real job, I was cutting and running from this work. Well, this brings us to last night. I had gotten... I hadn't gotten any sleep for the past few months. I had multiple projects due in that span of a few days. I was running on nothing but coffee and Rockstar. I was nothing more than a walking corpse and wanted to do nothing but sleep. I ended up doing my last read over my final paper and submitted it before sleeping. However, instead of submitting my final paper, I somehow submitted one of the commissions I was working on. This commission is not light either. It's almost 10 pages long and contains a variety of things, including vor and scat. Oh, God! So, I went to bed. Sushi's face. <laughs> uh, oh, to, my God! You need to record your face at some point when we do these stories so we can make some emotes <laughs> for the channel. Submission and, and Sam's too because she got the double hands on the fucking yeah the oh no hands oh, oh no, no. <laughs> submissions for the final 
or submissions for the final locked, and my academic career was sentenced to death then and there. When I woke up this morning, I checked my grades for the other classes before noticing an email from the professor. All it says is come to his class or come to his office after class today. I want to fucking die right now. I don't know how I'm going to explain why instead of my final, I submitted a hardcore erotic story with a wolfman jacking off in dragons in a dragon stomach. But yeah, I fucked up big time. TLDR in my final semester at college, instead of submitting my final research paper, I submitted hardcore for erotica. Someone paid me to make professor wants to talk to me and I want to die. Now there is an update. Okay. Would you guys like the update now? Or do you want to talk about it first? Nope. I want the update. The only thing I want to say is I'm curious and I would like to know how a wolf man got into a dragon stomach. So I might want to read this just for curiosity's sake. (sighs) We'll try to find it for you. Okay. Obligatory update. Well, I left his office and I still want to die. Not as much, though. I took some advice from here and printed my or and printed my paper out and had it with me. I won't lie. When I sat down with him, I was already almost in tears from the stress and embarrassment. I guess he picked up on that because he tried to be as nice as possible and told me to calm down and explain and just explain what happened. I ran down pretty much everything I said here. While he didn't agree with the avenue I was taking to make money, he understood why I was doing it. He had checked the submissions last night after the deadline and my submissions name stuck out immediately. It was along the lines of, Customer Commission Second Draft dot doc. I've taken a class from him before and was an A student, so I guess I had submitted the wrong file on accident. He told me he he read the first page and realized it probably wasn't meant for him to read. I gave him a co- the copy I brought and he accepted it. He told me that he told me to email the file and he would replace the one I had submitted and that he we would pretend this never happened. He seemed to at least have a good sense of humor and told me that. Uh, that I had originally submitted was well-written, at least, from what he read. Like I said, I still want to fucking die right now, but at least he understood that I'm just an idiot and not malicious. Thanks, I guess, for the advice and helping me through this nervous breakdown. And the only thing I could really add to this is, at least you're going to graduate and never see this person ever again. And you just literally never speak of this. You, you just, never Oh my god, this one got the fuck-up <clears throat> of the month for April. And- yeah. And as a reward, they were locked into the master list of best fuck up. <sighs> <sighs> so that was mine. Wow. I, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, but here's the thing. Have you guys ever submitted anything incorrect on any platform ever that you did not mean to submit? I know I have, but I'm, I'm struggling to remember what it was. But I do know it's happened before. I think I probably have, but it probably wasn't that big of a deal. Like, at no point in time was it ever, like, hardcore furry erotica or anything. But I do know that I've submitted the wrong files before mm-hmm. um, on certain things. Because I mean, that shit can happen. You just, like, you're just trying to get through it real fast. I feel like it especially happens if you do the drag and drop method as opposed to, like, manually searching for it. You know, mm-hmm. like, because you could just easily click the wrong thing and drop it in. But um. I'm usually pretty meticulous about double checking. I can't think of a time when I did it. And the only reason for that is because I have such mad anxiety about everything that be- but that because literally before I submit anything, like I go over it a million times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am usually the same way for, for, for most things. Like I'm pretty fucking, especially especially if it's for work or anything like so in this case it'd be like for school which i attribute kind of the same thing like 
I like I I I keep nothing personal on my work PC for fear of like accidentally submitting a weird personal thing instead of like you know like I said like yeah. a document or whatever. Yeah. So like I'm well, pretty. Not everyone is like us and has like just PCs lying around. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, thought that was thought it was a funny little thing of just. It's- so cringy. But hey, you know what? Make make your money how you make your money. You no, know? seriously. Nobody like this, this is the kind of shit that like I'm envious. If I could be making twenty five dollars a month on Patreon, uh, I would love to be doing that. Um, yep. you know, that would be fantastic. But I do it. You know, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> One day. I'm kind of curious how freelance writing in that aspect works. Like, do people like come up and say? Like here's this very basic idea. Now write me a ten page essay. Like I think that how does that work? M- my guess is, is it would be something. Mission so- and find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's something like that. I think it's 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 stuff like I want this character and this character and this, and they probably like do personal things and only send it to them or something. Because I feel like once it's out there, it's out there. So like mm-hmm, you ha- mm-hmm. like if somebody's sending you money, you have to like kind of like making a music file or whatever like. You just send it just to them and not post it publicly. No, I understand that. But I understand that part. I just meant like the actual because oh, like you know because writing is pretty. Oh, are they like they're like oh I want a wolf and I want a dragon. Yeah, and like, I want, like when you write when you write stuff, you know I don't think of writing as a commission. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a right. piece of artwork. A story. Yeah. 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 You're you're literally saying like you have this story idea, but you're too yeah. stupid to write it, so you just commission somebody else to write it. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing too is like I just want these two animals to fuck, please. I, I, I think I <laughs> what, what what confuses me the most is how you um how you like compartmentalize and separate yourself from it because so if somebody if, if there's anything I'm making if I'm helping somebody make something yeah. I get passionate about yeah, it yeah 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 right so right I I'm, I'm not gonna be able to write some like I'm not saying I'd get passionate about this but that's what I couldn't do it because I get passionate Are you passionate about the things about furries AJ is that what you're telling me I'm saying I get passionate about the things I put energy into. And that's how I'm able to put energy into them, you know? How often do you help out furries? I'm just curious. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Uh, but, you know, you like, so it's like, how do you do that and, like, and separate that from this, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but. And I feel like at the same time, there's this kind of, it's not just with this kind of writing. It, it starts, it starts making you question, like, what goes on in a writer's head with, to make them, are you, how are you not insane? But at the same time, it's like, okay, like. Because you look like horror writers, you know? Oh, like, yeah. When you think of, like, the things they have to come up with, the scenarios, you're like, damn, somebody thought of this? We should check in on them. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <sighs> so, what have you got for us to end the, uh... Well, I also have a Today I Fucked Up. Oh! oh look how yeah. on theme we are. Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Today I fucked up by inviting a Tinder date over to my house and accidentally meeting his mother. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Like many other unfortunate souls, my non-existent dating life has me turning to the dating apps. (laughs) This particular one is from Tinder. I'd been chatting with this guy for a few days and everything was going swimmingly. We had so much in common and we were looking uh, for the same things. His pictures were cute and he didn't live too far away. All seemed well. I invited him over to grill out some burgers in my backyard. He asked if he could bring anything. I said, sure, bring some bacon for the burgers. Please remember that sentence. He agreed and said he'd be over soon. I don't know what that. Well, I call my mom bacon. It's my pet name for her. (laughs) 
Given his distance, I expected him to be over in 15 minutes. I started the grill and seasoned the burgs. Short for burgers. <laughs> Half an hour later, he messaged me. I've driven by a couple times and I chickened out. Are you sure you want me to come over? Maybe a red flag. But I chalked it up to nerves and just said, come on over. I'm hungry. So this hybrid <laughs> looking guy shows up. Much different from his Cedric pictures. Now, that's a Harry Potter joke, if you're not familiar. Cedric Diggory was a handsome jock superstar Quidditch player, and Hagrid is a half-troll. So Wait, you is can Ce- figure is it Cedric out. Is Cedric the one that was played by uh, yes, Robert Pattinson? Robert Pattinson? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's just like, you know, he's like the guy, you know? Yeah. Cedric yeah. was like the cool guy. But Hagrid shows up. That's all right. I can move past that. From the minute he walked up, up, and I kid you not, he did not take a breath. Within the first five minutes, I knew his life story from his aunt who hated their grandmother to his father who likes to collect taxidermy. Not a single breath. Again, I figured he was just nervous. I put the burgers on, and when they're ready, he pulls out a Ziploc bag from his pocket. (gasps) Is there a phone in it? From his pocket! With two pieces of bacon in it. Only two. He, put, he puts them only on his burger. He's pocket bacon. Okay. G- gross. <laughs> <laughs> they were already cooked? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. I'm assuming that the bacon's cooked. Pocket bacon. But still gross. We sit down at the patio table and start eating. I finished my burger before he even started his. He did not stop talking the entire time. Oh, my God. When we sit down, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a vial. It's about two inches tall with a cork in it. It's filled with black powder. He must have noticed me staring at it, flipping between if he was about to snort something strange or build some sand art. He said, oh, all super casual. I'd like to introduce you to no, no! mother. Wait, I just stared at him for what felt like an eternity. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry or run. This man had bacon in one pocket and his mother in the other. <laughs> what a day. What a day. I... I'd like to bring her to any important event in my life. She also has ashes in his necklace that I'm wearing and in this ring I have on and this half sleeve tattoo is for her. Now, mind you, I've lost too many people close to me and I do not judge people based on their grief cycles. We all cope differently and I respect that. But homeboy brought a vial of his mother's ashes and set them on the table for our first date. I simply could not. At least he didn't like sprinkle them on the burger. Like, okay, so when you said he brought out a vial full of black powder, my first instinct was he's going to throw it in her face. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like gunpowder or something. This is oh my, my pocket gunpowder. He finally finished his burger, and I made some excuse about having to clock in and finish some work at 9.30 p.m. He texted me before he even got to his car and told me, my mother really liked you. I can't wait to see you again. I told him I didn't feel the connection to him or his mother. TLDR, Tinder date brought his mother to our first date in an unconventional way. See, this is why you do not have Tinder dates at your house. No. Because no. now no. this psychopath knows There's where you live. live. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely fucking not. No, 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 no. 
I don't. I think you you shouldn't even bring someone you've gotten a couple dates with. No, I agree. House. I agree. I agree. Oh my wow. fucking! This God. is also a cautionary tale for me as to why I don't date because this happened. I'm I'm not interested. I'm just not. You're not interested. He in had pocket bacon and his mother in his, his pants. mother's ashes and his pockets in his pockets. Oh and he said, he said, he said, my mother really liked you. Let's. Was that like pocket that. mom Listen. or was that like necklace mom? Which mom? Which know. part of mom think, liked me the most? I think I've I think I've made this statement before, but I'm going to reiterate it again. Okay. Do not trust a man who calls his mom mother. It's, it's giving Norman there's some, Bates. There's something it's about really when, I, when they Norman say Bates. mother, it's fucking. There's something weird there. They're too close to their mom. It's creepy. There's something fucking there. You know, like. Mm-hmm. It's like if if a woman says father, I can just assume she's British. But like a, a dude saying mother, I can't get past that. Like right. there's something there, and the whole yeah, my mother really liked you. Like mother really liked you and the bacon. So he and walked. The bacon. So this man literally walked up and just went. So my my uncle's really into taxidermy, and by the way, you have a nice house, and I hope it's okay that I brought my mother here, and she's in this yep. bag, and here's some bacon, and my mother Literal. really liked you. Like, yeah. what is ha? Ah, no, no breath, nothing, just. Yep. God damn. I. And I wish I could talk to this guy and be like, next time, um, don't bring your mother on a date, or pocket bacon. Or pocket bacon. But I think in this situation, the pocket bacon is the least of our concerns. But, like, what if the bacon got crumpled up too much and he got confused as to which one's which? You know, he's like, <laughs> is, this, is this crumpled up bacon or is this my mom? Is this bacon or <laughs> my mom? These bacon crumbs or is this mom? Who knows? Let's find out. <sighs> uh, my mom, the I'm bacon sorry. crumbs. My I think the worst bacon. of the worst. God, that was so good. God, I thought I was doing good with the furry erotica, and here you come with fucking <laughs> pocket bacon and pocket mom. Coming in hot. Pocket mom. Like, God. I hate it. Imagine, imagine getting fucking Dale gribbled with that. Literally somebody throwing the ash at pocket mom as they escape, you know? like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It's an adventure every week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that was. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, but okay. But again, just to just job. just to to really really re- stress this again. Do not bring a Tinder date to your house. Do no. not like meet them in a fucking public. Like you treat this shit like a Craigslist deal. You know, you you go to a brightly lit area. You stay 25 feet apart. You know. You write a note and you walk and you lay it down and then you walk out there and pick it up and you read it. That's how you start this first human communication with somebody on Tinder. You fucking it's like right. it's like a it's like a drug deal, but even more dangerous because it's a human yeah. being that you're dealing with. <laughs> God, I kind of agree. Uh. I kind of agree. And just I want you all to realize I had to read that story by myself first. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read that by myself. That's why I don't even read them as dive in and hope that it's fucking good. Oh no, I we experience I, I it together. Do that. I proofread it just to make sure it's like not too yeah. out there. But this one, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I had one last night. I'll tell you when we're not recording. That okay. I, I I I I did read part of it and then we were like maybe not because it's a little it's a little bit much. That's 
I, I do re- I do proofread them enough to make sure they're not going to be bad for you know this, but I do want to try to go in as surprised as possible. But I do I do look for, for red flags, I guess is what we'll call them. But anyway, we're going to wrap this up here. It has been a very fun episode. This is this one's this is a lot of fun. I personally think I we laughed we laughed quite a bit in this. This is good. Um, If you guys liked what you heard, obviously come join us in our verified gilded server. We're verified. We're verified. We got the blue check mark and everything. Everyone sucks here. Or I'm sorry. Gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here. Uh, check us out over there. Hang out with us. Send us your stories. Talk with us about these stories. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.